What is up, everyone? Welcome back to a whole new episode of the Bowels Nonsense podcast. It's the first podcast of 2023. I hope you had a fabulous New Year's and Christmas and any other holiday that you celebrate. And we are going to dive into our 2022 recap and what to look forward to this year. Stay tuned. Hello, hello. So I'm glad my voice came back or I was just going to have to post what I already did per usual. I recorded this three times and just, you know, wasn't fully satisfied. So I tried recording this episode, the recap, like before New Year's and it was just really hard like referencing because I kept being like, oh yeah, it's still 2022. So that was a little hard. I will give credit where credit is due. Olivia Sparks, makeup artist here in town, came up with this idea. She was supposed to record with me, um, but got sick last week, so was unable to. So today I was like, man, I really forgot to say some stuff in the other podcast recording. So let's just put a face mask on and re-record. And that will give you enough time to let your face mask sit in. So y'all want to do that too this should be a short and sweet episode grab you a cup of coffee something to drink do a face mask go for a walk and listen in so we're going to do the recap and again it's a little weird like trying to ask yourself the question and then answer it so bear with me this will be favorites best worst memorable kind of situation so first up we have our favorite or best shows and I say our as in me (laughs) My favorite or best shows of 2022. Well, I really loved Peaky Blinders. I am very late to the game on this show, but I do love it. It took me about four episodes to really get involved and invested in it, but it came in really handy when I lost my job last year because I didn't have anything to do for two weeks. So um, yeah, yeah loved Peaky Blinders. So I'm glad I finally stumbled upon that. I didn't really stumble upon it. My friends had been telling me to watch it, but I just, I didn't give in until this or till last year, 2022. Then one of my, one of my best shows or another favorite was Emily in Paris. It's just that feel good type show, rom-com, gorgeous guys in it, gorgeous city. The fashion is just amazing. And so if you want a good laugh or you want to be able to just turn your mind off, recommend that show. So season three came out last year and I love it. I also loved another little short series from Netflix called From Scratch. It is a tearjerker. I will say that, but it's just this most amazing love story. It's based on a true story. I'm not going to give too much detail away just in case you haven't watched it, but I highly recommend just to have some tissues nearby because it will definitely make you cry. Um, And then podcasts that I loved in 2022 that I will likely continue listening to in 2023. Um, A new one was AG University, where she talks about positivity, positivity, manifestation, crystals, the power of healing, the power of abundance, and just schools you on love, light, and, you know, being powerful. And so I highly recommend that if you're trying to come into your own or just need an uplifting podcast. And then Straight Up With Stassi came back last year, super excited because I love Stassi. I think she just gives this no bullshit approach. That's how I started my podcast was listening to hers. And she was like, yeah, I'm not editing this. I'm just doing it because it's fun. And that was a high inspiration. So glad those were in 2022. Also, Chris Medina 
put out an episode, a couple episodes last year as well, but then just posted after Christmas in December of 2022 that the podcast is coming back. So I look forward to listening to his podcast in 2023. And we did have down, you know, favorite movie um, of 2022. I can't recall one. I would have to scroll back on my Netflix because I just watch random shit. So nothing too memorable stood out. I'm not a big movie buff other than just, you know, laying on the couch after work watching. So I can't really think of anything. I did watch something that just popped in my head. Red Notice on Netflix with, I think it's Ryan Gosling. I like that. It was pretty good. But I can't think of like anything really specific that just stood out where I was like, oh, you need to go watch this movie. Um, So yeah, moving on to books. Last year in 2022, my friends who are bookworms um, started or decided that we should do a book club. And I joined, I do read, (laughs) shocking, I know, but it's more seasonal. I think I read more in the summer just because I'm outside more. I can sit on the back porch. I can sit by the pool with a book. I just, to me, sitting on the couch and reading is not turning my mind off. I know for some it is. Um, I wish I could get into audiobooks, and I'm not exactly sure why I can't because I do listen to podcasts and I think it's essentially the same thing. I think, or for me, it's probably more that you have to pay attention. And when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm not necessarily zoning into you better pay attention to know what's going on situation. And I listen to podcasts at the gym, which I've recently started doing in love. But my favorite books that we read while in book club last year was The Inheritance Games, which is a trilogy. <laughs> I did give a little bit of pushback on that initially because I was like, why are we picking a trilogy? Because now I'm going to want to read all three with my type A personality and my OCD. But I ended up loving it. And I finished all three books. We do book club once a month. So I finished all three books before the next um, meeting, if you will. And I loved it. It's very like teen romance um, fiction, I guess. And maybe that's what I like because maybe I'm immature. Who who knows? Who could really be too sure? <laughs> but I did love it. And I also loved City of Girls. I think that was our first book we picked. And it was based on, uh, or I can't recall the era. So this is why I hate reading because then I can't recall anything. But I think it was like either the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, somewhere in there. Um, Set back in the day in Paris. So I really enjoyed that book as well. Um, Traveling. I did not travel in 2022. I did travel December or November 2021 to New York. So if we can squeeze that into 2022, I would have to say that was my favorite trip because I just really enjoyed New York. Um, the the hustle and bustle of it all, um, going to Broadway, Mal navigating everything. That's why I love going on vacations with Mal and Megan. They typically plan it and navigate it and I just pack and follow along. <laughs> Those are the best kind of trips where they're not stressful. And according to my Spotify, my favorite artist and song were the same people. So my favorite artist last year was LMA. She came out with her album, uh, Heart on My Sleeve, I think it's called, or Heart on, yeah, Heart on My Sleeve. And her song, Didn't Say, was my most played on my Spotify recap of 2022. So I highly recommend checking out LMA if you like R&B top style music. The whole album is just amazing. I literally put it on repeat um, to and from everywhere I went. So that's what Spotify told me. Like, you really liked one artist that stood out, which shockingly wasn't Drake, because everyone knows I love me some Drake. And he did come out with an album last year, which I wasn't too fond of. I'm not into the house music, just can't get into it. So anywho, my favorite Amazon purchase 
I did have to scroll back to see because I was like, I don't feel like I bought a lot on Amazon last year. And I think it was because I was pissed at them. Um, And I even wrote into customer service guys because Prime is not Prime anymore. Unless you're living in a large city where there's a hub next to you, it's like things take now five, six, seven days to get to you. And Prime is supposed to be two days or less. It's the whole point of Prime. And when I called into customer service, they were like, that is not that that's not how it's always been. I was like, excuse me. Yes, it is. Why am I paying for this subscription? If you're not going to get me my shit fast, I could go to the store and get it. That's the whole point of Amazon. So I think they're pissing some people off lately. <laughs> Sorry, Amazon. Anyways, that was a rant. So I scrolled back and I bought a lot of stuff for my new job in the office that I have. And so the one thing that I didn't purchase for the office was my bamboo linen sheets. I love them. They're super soft, super like they don't make you sweat. And so if you need a link to those, just hit me up and I'll give it to you. And my most expensive purchase of 2022 was my face. So if you listened to last week's episode, I recorded with Brittany. Um, she's a nurse, in, a nurse practitioner injector in Fayetteville, Tennessee. I kind of opened up about my plastic surgery experience with my face on that episode towards the end. So if you didn't listen to that episode, I'll give you a little recap and why it was my most expensive purchase. Um, it's not that I was trying to hide that I had plastic surgery. It was just very um, emotional, I guess. And I'm trying to explain it. Um, it was a very emotional experience because when I was 27, I'm 35 now, so eight years ago, um, when I was 27, I got under eye filler. And looking back now and knowing what I know and the research that I've done, because I um, am somewhat impulsive. <laughs> No, nah, not me. Um, I decided, yeah, sure, let's do some under eye filler. And it did not turn out well. I don't think I was a candidate for it. I don't think it was anything with the injector or anything like that. I think that I just wasn't a good candidate. And I um, ended up with some malar edema, which you can look pictures up. It wasn't like significantly that bad, but I it bothered me because I felt like I always looked tired or I felt like I looked aged. And I just didn't feel like I looked like myself anymore, even though it was very subtle. So I went and had it dissolved. And if you know anything about filler and dissolving, like it's a hyaluronic acid. So it, it dissolves the hyaluronic acid. There's evidence versus not evidence. I don't know. Anyways, there's some research articles out there that say that dissolving filler, obviously it's a hyaluronic acid. Your body is made of hyaluronic acid and some collagen in certain areas that it's going to dissolve your own hyaluronic acid. But then there's other research articles saying that, you know, your hyaluronic acid is reproduced. The collagen will come back. However, in the under eye area where the skin is already so thin and delicate that it may not. So I felt like after dissolving the filler, which the malaridema did improve some, it didn't fully go away and it would come up depending on if I ate like a high salt food or, you know, maybe drank alcohol the night before or didn't sleep well. It, it was just hit or miss when it looked different, you know. And so I think with the dissolving, it made my skin a little bit looser than I had liked it to be at 27. I just wanted to look like me again. So I tried several different things. Um, laser therapy, which is very expensive. It's supposed to tighten the skin, microneedling, radiofrequency microneedling, facials, chemical pills, um, oil therapy, which is an ultrasound machine, everything to try to, you know, before surgery to get it fixed or corrected, if you will. And nothing just seemed to make it back to what I was. And I, guys, it really wasn't that bad, but it was something that bothered me. And so I consulted two, three or four plastic surgeons, two in Huntsville and two in Nashville. And 
you know, one of them said just to keep trying the laser, but if you know lasers and how expensive they are, it's like, mm, yeah, but in the, you know, whatever. And then another surgeon had said, well, just put some more filler around it and just buy you some more time before you need surgery. And I was like, yeah, not doing that. Um, again, not going down that rabbit hole and chasing that. And then um, two of them recommended surgery. So around the eyes, you can get a blepharoplasty. You can get an upper or a lower blepharoplasty. And they were like, well, if we, you know, it's where they cut an incision under the eye, pull up the muscle a little bit with the, 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 um, pull up the muscle, take out some of the fat. And so you back up and take out the loose skin. It's like a very, you know, minor procedure. You can actually do this in the office under local anesthesia if you don't have a lot to fix. So I thought about it for over a year before I was like, I really don't want to do surgery on my face because that's scary. I mean, I don't want, I want to look like me. I'm just want this little bitty thing that's bothering me to death for the past eight years to be corrected. And so I finally did the surgery and I'm super excited and happy that I did it because it turned out wonderful. I look like me. It's very subtle. Honestly, no one even noticed. Like if you saw me during my recovery, you probably noticed because that was another, that's a whole nother podcast in itself. Um, it's not that it was painful or anything, but like the swelling and looking different for a good month was hard. And I have pictures that I could show you. But anyways, that was a long winded answer for my most expensive purchase, but I do not regret it. And I would totally do it again. Moving on to my favorite moment. So my favorite moment of 2022 was putting myself back in the dating market. Um, Cause I don't really date a lot. It's annoying and it gets on my nerves, <laughs> but it was my favorite because I did meet a really cool dude. Uh, we're still friends. It didn't work out in the dating aspect, but I love meeting new people, even though I do get social anxiety at the end of it all. I'm always happy that I met somebody new, but it led me to choosing myself, which I haven't done in a really long time. So I think that some people are just placed in our lives to kind of give you a mirror reflecting yourself, you know, like I think that everything happens for a reason and we may never figure out the reason and we could put all these pieces and parts together in our mind all day long, but ultimately there is a reason for it. And I truly believe that. So that was my favorite moment was, um, putting myself back out in the dating world and meeting this guy and just ultimately choosing myself at the end of it all. Um, my hardest moment was losing my job in 2022. I touched on this a little bit in a previous episode, but I had, you know, left the ER where I had been for 11 years and then worked for another company and the physician ended up leaving the company. So that left me without a job. And I had two months to find another one, which is very, you know, anxiety ridden. I never thought being in healthcare that I would be without a job. Um, not saying that I couldn't have moved. Of course I could have. I could have sold my house. I could have moved. I could have had a job. That was not the issue. It was finding a job within two months and getting credentialed. So if you know anything about healthcare, you have to be credentialed with insurance companies to bill patients. And you also have to be credentialed with the facility you work at. And that can take anywhere from two to five months. It just depends. Um, it depends on how slow the process is, like the people doing it or whatnot. So having two months to find a job plus get credentialed plus make sure nothing's overlapping was very stressful. So that was my hardest moment, but it also was my biggest lesson learned in 2022 because I went from a place of a W2 employment to a self-employment or what's considered a contract employee. I have always like interviewed for those positions and turned them down because being single and health needing health insurance and 401k and retirement and all that, I was like, no, I can't afford to do that. Um, and I never looked into it, but this kind of forced me into it because the, I got offered three positions. One was a W2 job, 
but it was in, um, where was it? Um, it was in Tennessee. I'm trying to think of the town. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was about an hour away. So I was going to have to drive to and from an hour and it was seven days a week, like seven on seven offs. And I really didn't want to go back to that kind of schedule after, after leaving the hospital and going to like a Monday through Friday, eight to five normal life job. So, um, then the other two positions I got offered were self-employment and they were, you know, the schedule was more flexible, more money, um, things like that. But then that also meant that I had to search for my own health insurance and disability insurance and 401k slash IRA, learn taxes, you know, figure out my finances a little bit closer. So that was my biggest lesson. And I definitely think that that sort of thing should be taught because I'm very fortunate Because if we think about the podcast, you know, I started the podcast um, where I was interviewing female entrepreneurs who were self-employed. So fortunately for me, I had so many resources just to reach out to people and say, hey, what do I do here? What do I do there? What do I do with this? And so I fortunately had that. I'm still learning. One day I will do a podcast on it because I think it's very valuable information. But anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about there. Oh, and so then things that I want to leave behind in 2022. So as of yesterday, what I'm leaving behind is negative self-talk being my number one thing I'm leaving behind. I do that a lot. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do where we just get in our heads and we talk negatively, whether it be about anything like, God, why am I so stupid? Or, you know, why am I so fat? Or why am I this? Why am I that? I th- Every time those thoughts creep in my head now, I'm going to immediately stop it and replace it with three positive thoughts. And this is going to take a lot of effort because I think I, you know, do, I was doing a lot of negative self-talk, which ruins your confidence and your self-esteem. And I don't want to do that anymore. So in 2023, I'm going to be a more positive person. (laughs) I'm also going to leave, um, toxic things behind, whether that be people, places, or things. Toxic toxicity is being left in 2022, which includes gossiping and participating in gossip, which is so hard. Not saying that I like to gossip. I'm just saying it's hard not to like listen. Even if you're just listen, listening to the gossip, you're participating in it and you're not stopping it. So I'm going to try to leave all of that. That's the goal, you know, just setting a goal. And the one thing I forgot to mention earlier on the podcast, I also was supposed to mention, you know, what was my favorite podcast of 2022 uh, that I recorded. And I know I took a six month hiatus, so I only had six months to choose from. And although I do truly love all the episodes and the people I get to interview, my two most memorable and favorite to me was the one in May, right before I went on my hiatus, that was the communicating one. I labeled it something like growth because we can't stay fetuses forever or something. Was after this guy that I was dating, um, we just got in our first fight or whatever. And I was like, man, I really screwed up because I was bringing in my past into, you know, a new dating situation. And we weren't communicating about it. I'm a huge communicator, like maybe too much to a fault because I want to communicate all the time. And I have to realize some people need a minute, take a breath, take a beat. (laughs) Um, And I just jumped on the mic because I knew I couldn't communicate with him. You know, we barely knew each other. Um, And I just jumped on the mic and talked about communicating and like, why is it so hard? And why can't people just, you know, listen and actually truly listen and hear and give feedback and care. And I know that not everyone is that way. But that was one of my favorites because it was a short and sweet episode. 
I poured my heart and soul into it and it, it did spin off. It was my most downloaded, most listened to episode. Like out of the two years I've been doing the podcast, it was my, you know, number one downloaded and listened to. And it also spun off in Germany and Italy. So I thought that was really cool. And my second favorite of last year that I recorded was the one towards um, the end, December 2022 with Chris Medina. It was with Psychic a medium Chris Medina. Um, we became friends back in February when he gave me a reading for the first time and he was spot on. I will tell you all that, but he's just like this light, this breath of fresh air where when you listen to him, you know, you're drawn to him because he speaks with authority and he just gives you so much perspective. And so if y'all have not listened to that episode, highly recommend it. Um, it's a couple episodes back, so go check it out. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. And we're going to move on to 2023. That's what we're doing right now today. It's um, January 1 when I'm recording this. Y'all won't get to listen to it for a couple more days. But I just left my friend Kaylin's house where she cooked us, you know, a good meal. And I've never done the whole black eyed pea, you know, greens thing. But this year I'm going to do it. Maybe it'll bring me a different um, perspective into the year. Who knows? Who could be too sure? (laughs) So a lot of people do words of the year. I've never done it, but this year I am, and I'm going to pick positivity because I truly want to manifest more positivity in my life, and I'm going to look for positivity. positivity. I'm going to try to be more positive and just all the things. So that will be my word for 2023. My mantra, thanks, um... I say, I guess, that I truly love and am going to live by is my favorite one is if I'm too much, go find less. I'm told a lot that I'm, you know, a lot. And I get that. Like, I am a lot. Um, Like I said, I like to communicate probably too much. And I used to downplay that about myself. And it would be like, gosh, you know, I am a lot. I need to tone it back. I need to scale it down. I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. If someone doesn't like it, then that 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 person's just not meant to be in my life. And I just have to accept that. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's family, friends, if I've been friends with you for 25 years. That's just what I'm going to try to start, you know, living by. Uh, also, power in the pause. I think I need to start pausing more, listening more, um, just before I react or say anything. Uh, my aunt had given me some great advice where she was like, you know, when you get upset or anxious, write it down if you have to, write out a letter, do what you have to do, wait 24 to 48 hours. And if you still feel that strongly about it in 24 to 48 hours, send it, you know, send it, get it out of your system, move on. But nine out of 10 times, we don't feel that way in 24 to 48 hours because, you know, we're reacting in the moment and we didn't pause. So I'm going to try to pause more and listen more. And then love over fear. I actually just heard this today in a podcast episode of AG University that I mentioned earlier. And she was talking about how we live like life fear over love, where it be you're you're thinking about your body, you're doing things out of fear instead of out of love, instead of reversing that and doing things out of love instead of fear. So like skipping a workout because you love yourself to give yourself rest, you know, like Don't fear that you're not going to have the body you want because you skipped a workout because then you create all this stress and you call all of these intentions into your body. So I want to start living with love over fear as well. And then things that I want to bring with me into this year, into 2023, I want to continue choosing me, not saying that I don't choose other people or am not respectful of other people, but I also have to put myself first. 
I think the saying that if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't take care of anyone else is completely true. I think we should live by that within reason. You know, obviously, if someone is suffering, you need to help them first, <laughs> like depending on what the situation is. So take this with a grain of salt. It's not to be at the end all be all. You know, I live vicariously and differently depending on the day, the situation. It's all relative, right? And then I would like to um, as um, continue with um, self-help, meaning therapy. I have a Reiki. Um, I don't think I'm saying that right. Maybe Reiki chakra healing, energy healing workshop tomorrow. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> if y'all don't know, which I haven't talked about, because sometimes it can kind of people will be like, what? I've been getting into like crystals and energy work and, you know, that's why I'm trying to be more positive, manifesting, things like that. I mean, hey, nothing else has been working so far. Why not try something new? (laughs) And I want to manifest more. And just meaning like bring positivity from the universe. Put out positive energy, receive positive energy. If you're putting out negative energy, you're going to receive negative energy. So I just want to continue uh, manifesting, being positive and choosing me and bring that into 2023. And then my goals, I want to get my finance finances a little bit better. Um, I'm trying to learn the IRA stock market stuff. So if anyone has any help about that, let me know. I would like to, you know, set myself up for retirement. That's what that's what I'm going to focus on this year. And um, be, getting back to a healthier version of myself. And what that means is, you know, everyone knows by now, if you listen to this podcast, I have thyroid stuff, autoimmune disorder, and I used to just eat really healthy and, you know, try to cut out toxic chemicals, toxic people, (laughs) toxic jobs. Um, And I'm going to try to get back to that. I'm going to try to get back to just trying my best each and every day. Just try. That's all we can do. Just try. Um, And I think if your intentions are pure and you're truly trying, we're still going to fuck up. We're human, human beings right? Like we're going to fuck up. And I think just forgiving yourself and learning and trying truly to be a good human is all that it really matters. Anyways, thank you for coming to my TED talk. I hope y'all again had a wonderful um, New Year's Eve, all the holidays, all the things, and got to enjoy your friends, your family, traveled, whatever you did. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, bye guys.